following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Place, and DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. And right now they're hiring. Join the staffing Inc. crew and be a part of the show. They're looking for custodial and changeover crew members. Van Andel Arena is looking for a concessions manager, and DeVos Performance Hall is looking for a stage manager. Just Google Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place to get more information. Here are some of the shows happening. October 22nd at Van Andel Arena, Nate Bargatze, the Rain Check Tour. October 25th, Peppa Pig's Adventure. October 28th, Celebrating Billy Joel. That will be at DeVos Performance Hall. October 29th, the Royal Comedy Tour with Simone Bruce Bruce, Arnez J, and Lavelle Crawford at Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale for all shows at Ticketmaster.com. And comedian Bill Burr is live on stage at Van Andel Arena, November 3rd. And don't forget about the Grapplings Industries Tournament happening tomorrow at DeVos Place in downtown GR and Jurassic Quest. Roar is in the DeVos Place November 4th through the 6th. If you want more info, just Google Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Fridays on the Huge Show are presented by your go-to West Michigan entertainment destinations. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number one on a DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Jeff Risden in studio from the LionsWire.com and also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, Merrill Hodge. Uh, we'll break down Lions and the Cowboys, the former Steeler. Uh, he'll be in studio in a little bit. So he, Risden is opening up for Merrill Hodge. That's that's impressive. I, I, I'll take that, you man. Like Franco he, Harris. Merrill. That, no, that's I, I'm, I'm, he didn't play with Franco. I'm going way back. That, that was Rocky Blyer Rocky back in Blyer, the day. Rocky Blyer, that yeah. was it. Yeah, I had go. to throw that name out Yeah, there. Merrill Hodge, he, he does he, great does Wasn't great he great work. on the NFL uh, breakdown that they did with Jaworski and stuff? Loved that show. And then they they need to bring that going. back. They need to bring that back. That, that was, was great. Really, like a laid back X's and O's. If you were that type of football fan, yeah. So, we're going to have Merrill Hosh here in about 15 minutes, presented by our friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Get in on the NFL action this weekend. Always use the promo code HUGE when you sign up and just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. All right, Jeff, uh, we got Cowboys Lions. Uh, you got to jump back in with us. Uh, hour three. Yeah. And we're trying to, you know, you and I were talking off air, and I just don't have a good vibe on this game. I, I don't want to cheer for moral victories. That's not the type of guy I am. If they could get a win Sunday, it will renew my confidence in Dan Campbell and the staff. If they're blown out, 
I think the season spirals rock bottom and could be even worse than it was in year one. It, it's going to be a difficult game to recover from if they get blown out. I I don't think that's going to happen. It, it certainly could. I think coming out of the bye, I think they had a chance to reassess what they've got. They're going to do some things defensively that should work a little bit better. They, they've been working Aiden Hutchinson standing up on the outside more, getting more outside. They're getting John Kaminsky back. It's unofficial, but I will tell you that they expect Josh Paschal and Jerry Jacobs to be back. That's going to help the defense. Uh, cornerback Jacobs. Kaminsky was a big part that freed up Hutch to get a lot of looks. Kaminsky in the does backfield. that dirty work so well, and, and Michael yep. Brockers just hasn't been getting that done. Brockers so, is he's done. He's I yeah I would agree with that. Uh, and they are uh, that's one of the things I'm going to be watching this weekend is how much he plays because uh, the less he's on the field, the better the defense has been. Kaminsky coming back, Josh Pascal coming in, he can play sort of inside outside. So they're, they're they've got a chance to show some things that they haven't shown before. Let's hope that we see something that we like from the new players and the, and the guys coming back because it's got to get better. Look, Dallas wins with defense, and they win with an opportunistic offense. They don't score a lot. They turn their defense into offense really, really well, though. So this is a game where if Jared Goff is careless with the ball the way he was in New England, Lions don't have a chance. If he plays the way he did against Seattle where he's you know leading drives and the line is playing well, Jamal Williams is running hard. You know, you, you got Hawkinson making catches. You got Amon Ross St. Brown, Josh Reynolds. Uh, Tom Kennedy's going to get some work this weekend. He, Dallas, Dallas is a weird team because they don't give up a lot of points, but they do give up yards. They, they will give you chances. They just take the ball away so well. And if you can avoid that, Lions can stay in this game. And now I'm with you on the moral victories, but I will say, and we, we discussed this on the Detroit Lions podcast a, a few weeks ago, the difference between like a moral victory and like progress towards winning is kind of a blurry line. Like you're not going to win suddenly unless you're building up and doing things well to get there. And that's kind of what I want to see is like, okay, I want to see Jared Goff come out of the bye and sh- look like the guy who should be the long term solution. I don't know if he is or not. I don't think the Lions know if he is or not. I want him to look like it. I want them to. I want to see T.J. Hawkinson make an impact against a linebacking core that isn't very good. Uh, look, Micah Parsons, phenomenal pass rusher, off-ball linebacker, eh, not so much. So they're going to have some chances to do some things, and I want to see them do that and and have some success. And I want to see them kick. I want. I want. I want a field goal, Bill. Is that asking too much? I want one field goal. One. Is that asking too much? No, Jeff, it's not. And unless going for it on fourth down or going forward on fourth down unless maybe the game's on the line and you want to put a team away like you should have in Minnesota. Here's where I'm really confused about this team. How do you, and not against the commanders, but we'll, we'll look at the 5-1 and one Vikings as our yeah. sample size here. How do you look that good for three-plus quarters and then you look like you completely lost your way? How does that happen with the Lions and the coaching staff and the players? And the hard part with that is is because you can look directly at Dan Campbell and say that the decisions that he made cost them. So you're them saying he's, game. he's cost um, how many games? He certainly cost them that one. I think Seattle. I will say Seattle. Yeah, I'm going maybe, I, I won't say Patriots. Game. He, he didn't have a great game against Seattle. I, I, I wouldn't put it all on him. I think they, they left some execution. I'll put it all on him. I would say that uh, I would put that one more on Aaron Glenn. Uh, well, that's coaching, though. That's fair. Yeah. So coach, coaching has not been great. In-game coaching needs to get better. 
Look, again, they're not as talented as the Dallas Cowboys. It's not that big of a gap, but it, there's a gap there. Here's the, the growth that you just mentioned in talking about moral victories w- rather than working towards winning. If you have those games back, you're 3-2 and two and you're in the hunt for the NFC North and you're going to play you're ahead the, of the Packers. <laughs> you're rested up after, yeah, you're, you're rested up after the bye week and you're playing Sunday with something on the line instead of trying to save your season. You're playing against Dallas in a game that has very serious wildcard implications. The, look, Dallas is a third place team right now. They're behind the Eagles and the Giants. They're looking at a wildcard. This is a game that you could have won and been ahead of them in the wildcard if you get those games back. And that you're not there. And then you got Miami next week. Who knows what's going on with Tua, if he's going to get concussed again before then or not. They're, they're a weird team. They were 3-0. and Now they're 3-3. and I think they're going to lose again this weekend. They're, that's a winnable game. And that looked like it was not going to be a winnable game earlier in the year, yeah. right? Yeah. They, where you they, thought New England looked like Lions had a chance where they were 1-1. We're doing the math going, I think they could win 9 or 10. Not anymore. No. <laughs> but beating the Cowboys... Gets everybody back it's on the, the same. Wagon. It's the exact same scenario as beating the Cardinals last year. Remember, the Cardinals were the last team to lose a game. Now, since then, I think they are three and seven, but they're like that. That was a game that nobody expected the Lions to win, and they went up and they were the better team all day. And they still have that capability, and I know that's that's the hopium that a lot of people are looking for. The hopium, the hopium. Oh, I like that. I, yeah, that's good. I, I'm not I'm not smoking oh, that myself, no, but I am. I'm not going to discourage people from doing it either if it keeps you interested. But this this is not a game you should expect to win as a Detroit Lions fan. Hopium, hopium. How do you not have a T-shirt, Honolulu blue with white that says hopium? That's got to be out there. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that up on the uh, Detroit Lions podcast. We'll put you that should. in our next staff meeting. That's, I, I think, we, we do have T-shirts for sale, by the way. The little name, the little words you use uh, should pop up like that. Doesn't Dan Patrick do that? I think he does. Absolutely. He's, he's the master at that. Yeah, he, they sell them and they make some money. Uh, his name is Jeff Risden at J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter. Uh, Lionswire.com, part of the USA Today Network and that co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, you can hear on YouTube. So early in this game, Sunday, what are you looking for that's going to tell you the Lions are in it to win it? If they're if they have fourth and four at their own forty five and they punt the ball instead of going for it, that tells me that they're going to be in the game. It's counterintuitive, and I know the anal- I know the analytics say it's better to go for it. The, the analytics don't play the football games, and I think what you've seen is that the Lions lose so much confidence when they don't get it, and Dan Campbell is a guy, and this is one of his failures as a coach so far, he's going to keep trying to re to redo the last. He's looking for the 13-point play. He's looking like if they miss it on one drive, he's going to try to rectify that on the next rather than move on. It's something that, that it's a difference between good in-game coaches and bad in-game coaches. For, me, for my money, John Harbaugh with the Ravens is the best in-game coach in football because he understands how to manage those situations. We failed on a, on a drive. Okay, we're not going to replay that. We're going to just move on to the next one and do something different and and work with that. And I want to see that sort of thing from Dan Kemp. I don't expect them to be, you know, what what John Harbaugh is, but I do expect them to look like they've prepared for Dallas. Like D- Dallas doesn't. They are what they are, man. They're they're going to bring pressure on defense. Offensively, they're going to try to run the ball. They're going to try to get Dax and play action shots. They're going to try to keep him clean, get the ball out quickly, so he doesn't get hurt again. It, that's the blueprints there for what Dallas is going to do. They're not going to surprise you with much. 
They don't have receivers who get open. So if you can press, you can bring your safeties up a little bit, take away their run game a little bit. The X's and O's are not that bad for the Lions in this game. They just have to execute it. And the execution and the communication between the players, the coordination. How many times do we see a receiver running across the field and he starts with Jeff Okuda on him and then he crosses and Malcolm Rodriguez carries him for a little bit and you got the safety coming down and you got the backside corner on the other side picking him up. Just let, him, let Okuda run with him across the field. The, 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 the weird, they, they make it more difficult than they need to and I want to see them simplify that type of thing. And if they're doing that, I think they got a shot. If they don't do that, it's going to be a long day. I made my huge prediction. I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. I went Cowboys 38, Lions 17. I, I don't have a lot of faith in Dan Campbell. He's almost in Patricia land for me. Ooh, he is. I hate to hear that. You can't give away game. No, you can't. You really can't. You can't and, and, and how do you go from, and you brought up a great point. When I said, okay, you're one and one, leading by 10, looking like you're going to be tied for first in the NFC North with a road win. In the NFC North at Minnesota. Yeah. And you're a coach and you take that away from your players. I think that's created this hangover. I really do. The players see it and know it. And they'll follow a coach in the battle. But they got to believe that coach is doing everything he can to win. Yeah. And and he, he needs to be actively helping them win. Like, they still love him. I, I know they do. No, it's not a personal thing here. Yeah. I, I tell everybody about Dan Campbell. I was talking yeah. with some people yesterday in East Lansing at the Breslin. They, oh, you seem like you've turned on Campbell. I said, no. I said, as a head coach, you can't give away games in the NFL. It's, you just can't. Nobody does yeah, it. To, to cross sports a little bit, Mike Brown with the Cleveland Cavaliers, fantastic guy, lovable guy, not a good in-game coach. Really good and, in the playoffs. And, and, yeah. And that that's why they with moved LeBron. on. LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, as, as the resident Cavs fan in West Michigan uh I feel that one hard, and that's the same sort of situation, though. Like you can't, you can't be that bad in game. Like having charisma, having trust, having your players love you, having the owner love you can only last so long if you're not winning. And Dan Campbell's getting to that point where he needs to start getting winning some wins here. It's an important game Sunday. If they're blown out, as I'm predicting, I they're back in that three win. That changes the tenor for the rest of the season. It, it really does. Uh, Jeff Risden, uh, his tenor never changes. He tells it like it is. LionsWire.com. Also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast uh, in studio, and he'll jump back in during the final hour. So, Jeff, hang around. Uh, we got Andre Miller, the new head coach of the Denver Nuggets G League affiliate. Go gold, baby. Uh, the Grand Rapids gold. He'll be in studio with Steve Jabara, the owner, uh, coming up here in less than an hour. So then you jump back in, and we'll talk more Lions and the rest of the NFL at five, okay? Sounds great. All right, Jeff Risden joining us in studio. DraftKings Power Hour continues. Presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and also the NBA. And new customers this weekend can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. And in addition to the usual bets, everybody on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. And with payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA and where you should go. And hey, keep riding the Pistons on the over. I like that group of young players. They are a fun team. Yeah, you got excited there for a little bit, man. Your mic was going all crazy. You're like, they are, they are fun. 
They are. They're they're, they're young. A fun team, man. How, how good is Duran? When was the last time? Had James Edwards, maybe? I'm trying to think a big man who can rebound with a physical presence in the middle. They had Boban for a brief Ben Ben was more of a forward. I know yeah. he played a center, but he was more of a, a forward in a in a center position, right? Absolutely. I was shocked when I met Ben Wallace how not tall he was. Yes, yeah, right. He's more he's closer to six seven, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I'm I'm six five. He's yeah. not much bigger than me. But I'm talking about a true center what Duran is, and he's it's it's been a while. Wasn't he the I think they said the second youngest NBA player to get a double double in his first game? Yeah, very Pedro impressive. Good. Yeah. Ivy, Ivy's an NBA player. I knew that at Purdue. He's fun, man. He's fast. He he's he's job Morant light. He's right got, he's got that je ne sais quoi on the court, man. That's just it, I don't know he if he's going to have better. the jumper to be the next job Morant, but uh, he's close. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Pistons, Pistons are a fun watch. It was this a year. horrible first quarter when they <laughs> gave up like that. Was it a 19-0 run to Orlando? It was bad. It was, and, and Orlando's not. good. I almost hit the button and I didn't do it. I'm like, this team's gonna go nowhere. And then they came roaring. One back. game out of 82. All right. So what I need everybody to do: NBA, NFL, college football, NHL, and more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code Huge. When you sign up, then make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app when you sign up and use code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Deposit, parlay, and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. Merrill Hodge, former Steeler. He knows how to break down the NFL. He'll check in from Cincy, where he calls home next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Rock and country music's hardest hitters join forces. Five Finger Death Punch. Brantley Gilbert. With special guest Corey Marks. November 9th, Van Andel Arena. On sale now with Ticketmaster.com. Death Punch's new album, Afterlife, out now. Five Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert live. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. 
Get more for your money at Meyer. Get in the spirit with 20% off Halloween outdoor decor and Halloween costumes for the family from $9.99 to $44.99. And even if you dream of candy, don't forget pantry staples. Buy five, save $5 on Swanson broth or stock and craft shredded or chunk cheese. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money and get more in one place. Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Being chair for the Grand Rapids Gold, they're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The DraftKings NFL Power Hour continues on a Friday with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. One of our Lions NFL insiders, Jeff Risden, checked in in the opening segment. Merrill Hodge is standing by. He likes a big intro coming out of locker room. He's going to break down the Lions and the Cowboys and the other NFC North games. All this presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Always use code HUGE. After you download the app and sign up to get the promo hookups. Let's go welcome in Merrill Hodge, former Steeler running back, ESPN NFL insider. He's standing by. Good to have you back, my friend. Well, good to be back, my good brother. Hope you've been well. Yeah, we were trying to figure out the Lions. You know, they were 1-1 one and one and leading by 10 in Minnesota. And I'm thinking the you know, congregation is ready to erupt in the Church of Honolulu Blue. And then they've bottomed out since. And they get a bye week. And now they face uh, one of the better stories in the NFL this year in the Cowboys who get Dak Prescott back. So your thoughts on that game? Well, you know, the first thing that I don't expect Dallas to deviate from you know, which was a which was a problem with Lions last week. You know, just handling the running game. You know, I, I can just tell you that it's going to be a theme. Um, when we have talked, it'll always be a theme in the National Football League. The one thing that is that you have to do, and if you can do it consistently, it's it's the greatest chance to win in the NFL. It's the only. That's why this game is so unique and so different than the college level and high school level. Um, but it does kind of apply to those if you wanted to. So that being said, you got to control the tempo. You know, and the only way you can really control the tempo of a game, and that means you're the dictator. You know, you're 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 telling the defense, you're dictating what kind of coverages they're in or the limited coverages that they can play because you run the ball so well they've got to surrender somebody to the box. The second that happens, I got you. Now I can be my as a play caller so much easier. Um and so if you reverse that, you know, and that's where Detroit, got, the Lions got into trouble. Is you got to commit guys to the box. Now you're limited in coverage, and now they can hit you in the passing game, and they can be explosive. Um, but if you can't stop that, it's going to just be a long day. It's hard to win in this league consistently if you can't do that. That's why 
I've loved what the Lions have done, you know, for the last couple of years. They do not deviate from that. They are committed to that. And that does help them give them a chance to win. Now, the Patriot game, you just can't turn the ball over. I mean, at the end of the day, the only stat that matters, you know, everybody's got a stat for everything. And most of them are absolutely irrelevant. The one stat that you just can't avoid that is the most critical component to winning and losing is turnovers. You know, um, when you have an opportunity to, to score and you come away with no points, if it's a pick six, you know, the the devastation of that is hard to recover from. So, um, so you know, when I look at this game, you know, the one thing that Dallas does that is a problem to a lot of teams is they can create pressure to your quarterback. Well, they didn't create a lot of pressure um, to Jalen Hurts because why? They ran the football. They neutralized them. They really neutralized what they could do. Um, so the Lions are going to be able to do that. I, you know, they haven't been able to not run the football. I can't think of, you know, the last couple of years. I mean, I know there's been a, a bump in the road here and there, but they, they are committed to it and they're good at it. You know, and that does help them. That always gives you a chance to win. You know, and then it comes down to what other phases can you complement that with that are good enough to win. You know, like the Lions have come a little more explosive this year. They weren't that last year. Um, if they can, you know, if you don't create mistakes and turnovers, mistakes and turnovers in scoring territory, this year it could come down to that. Zach, Zach hasn't played for over a month, you know, and I, I, I just wouldn't expect him to be extremely sharp. It's a very hard position or any position to do that. So, you know, this is really a game that those two components, both of them, have. Who can best? feed off and build off of that, that component of the ground game really has the best chance to win this game. When you look at the Lions uh, this year compared to a year ago from an NFL breakdown vantage point, what do you see that's better and what do you see that concerns you? Well, you know, the, some of the, let's on the offensive side, they've got a little more explosiveness. I think the pass game is a better complement. Okay? It can still evolve, but it's much better. I think there's more phases there. Um, you know, they've had some bad moments with the offensive line, especially, you know, the tackles have struggled at times. Um, um, you've made bad, you've made some bad choices, some bad throws at quarterback. Um, so, uh, that had gotten better, you know, from, from an overall perspective of, say, the last, the last two years. You know, defensively, man, when you just can't stop the run, you know, um, that's, I guess, so many things. You just, it's not like you're 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 leaking a little bit. I mean, it's just it's it's like a massive reconstruction. When you can't do that, it's just like you're trying everything. So you try. I want to say everything. You do things like run blitz and slant and stunting. Uh, that's usually a sign of a team that is desperate. Not that doing that all the time is desperate, because teams will just change that up as a wrinkle to blow up a run. I can just tell you this from playing in this league for a long time and a running back perspective, we always look at a team that did that. Here's what we're going to do. You might blow up a couple, but we're going to gash you. We're going to gash you more than you blow up, and eventually that's going to cost you. So you've got to be able to line up and, and just win. And they haven't been able to do that. Um, and until they can kind of correct that, you know, people are going to come out every week and, and challenge them at that. That's why, you know, when people are talking about well, Dallas, you know, with um, – you know, dag back, you know, they'll probably open it up. I'm like, that would be the dumbest thing on the planet Earth. If they want to lose that, I mean, I'll guarantee the Lions would love that. Go ahead and try to throw it all over the park, you know, get away from your running game, 
um, and make that easy on us. I don't think that is going to happen. I think Dallas will will come in and they'll build off of that, and and Dak will be a complement to what they're doing. That's their best shot to win. But you know, with those areas, and listen, I, I have seen those things get better during the season. And here's what happens: you know, we're going into week seven. What happens statistically? This is why teams go back and look at the last four games. They don't look at the last seven. They look at the last four because that tells you if a team is getting better or worse no matter where they stand statistically. So when you get to week 12, let's say that you had, you know, let's say the line of defense obviously not played well the first seven. But they start to get incrementally better every week. Well, by week 12, you're probably not going to see that statistically if you looked at the entire 12 weeks. But if you looked at the last four weeks and look and pull that little um, window open, you would see how they're playing and how good they are, or if they if they may be playing worse. So that's why teams do what they do to get ready for an opponent. Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back NFL insider, joining us like he does each and every week on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. If you have an NFL question, add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that Huge text chain, text word Huge. Out of 21,000. So what's your prediction Sunday, Cowboys or Lions? Well, just by the, you got to use the evidence that you have to this point. I just think that Dallas is a little more complete. They can do a little more defensively than the Lions can right now. That that ultimately be the, is the difference. You know, I don't think that they come in and, you know, throw the ball 40 times, 45 with, with Dak. I think they stay with what's foundationally got them back on track. Um uh, unless the Lions can absolutely control the line of scrimmage and just literally gash the Cowboys for the entire four quarters, which, which would be very a daunting task to ask, they're going to get them in bad spots, meaning where they're going to be able to pressure them. And, those, and then that, those pressures, I just think, could be the difference in those critical moments in the game. So um, favor the Cowboys in this one. Merrill Haas joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan, DraftKings NFL Power Hour, something we do each and every Friday statewide. Uh, Packers, uh, what's going on with this team? Rodgers has no receivers. They're taking on the Commanders. Man, if they lose this game, they may not end up being a 500 team. Well, let me just say this. This has to be a heck of a ball game because both teams are equally bad. I mean, we can get in where they're equally bad. It's actually a little different. I'll tell you this. What was very surprising is the Packers – are struggling up front. I mean, with every aspect, running the football, they got free defenders running everywhere, unaccounted for. They're not moving anybody. Um, In pressures, people are missing assignments. When you have that type of inconsistency, I don't even care if they had great wide receivers. Um, This offense would not be as good because of how poor they're playing. Now, listen, is there a rhythm and a timing that um, I have seen Aaron Rodgers have before. No, it's probably the worst I've ever seen. It's kind of like Tom Brady, worst I've ever seen in their careers. So they don't have that rhythm of time, but uh, the inefficiency and how unaffected the offensive line is, even the perimeter guys when it comes to running the ball, um, they can, their offense is nothing really. You know, they have no running game that threatens you. They have nothing in the passing game that scares you. Um, and they're able to get after Aaron. Period. Now, that's just the obvious sign. Shoot, um, the Jets absolutely, and this has been a problem with Packers actually all year, just smashed them in the running game. I mean, gashed them. Moved them all over the place. Ran weak side, strong side. Now, when you look at Washington, 
this here might be their, their uh, the best thing to happen to them. That Carson Wentz got hurt. I just I'm telling you, it's one guy was killing ten all year long from just inaccurate throws to just awful decisions. And I'm gonna tell you this. I could have never dreamt that Carson Wentz would play to how he's playing after you watched him the way he started in Philadelphia and just before he gets hurt in in L.A. Um, with that knee. After that, he's never been the same. I've never seen a guy erode who didn't show these things in college, because keep in mind he didn't. Very accurate as, as a passer. I mean, tremendous decision maker in college and in the pro time that he played. And then all of a sudden, it just eroded when he came back. And it was it was atrocious in Indianapolis. I mean, there were times, if I would have stripped all the Colts off, if I could have just put all blank jerseys on everybody, and I'd have had you watch it. And let's say you're, you're, you've been watching the NFL forever, you're a student of quarterbacks. I asked you, how many years, how long do you think this kid's been playing? And the kid was Carson Wentz. And you'd say, oh, he's a rookie. And you'd say a rookie just based on how vanilla the passing game was. He was even messing that up. I'm telling you, from a decision-making aspect, yeah, I, I, I would just be. Lo- I'd love to be in the meeting room just to ask you, what are you thinking here? It's the only possible way that you could get some understanding of what he is seeing or not seeing, and why he makes the poor decisions he makes. But Heineke plays well, and I play, let's just say he plays with the way he has played when he's had opportunities. Carson Wentz ain't playing again. And I actually think Washington's a better football team with Heineke in this particular uh, ball game. I don't think they're as deficient in the defensive line and the offensive line as, Detroit, as uh, the Packers are. And that ultimately the difference. I don't care if they have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have time to throw it. And when he does throw it, the inconsistency of the guys he's throwing it to are not there, and that's not changing overnight. So I actually believe this is a blessing for actually um, the commanders uh, in this one, an advantage commanders. Merrill Hodge, uh, former NFL insider, former Steelers running back. He joins us every Friday on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Last game, uh, the Patriots. Bailey Zappi, talk about a quarterback energizing a team. I don't know, Mac Jones will get his job back and look at what Mac Jones did in his rookie year. They should manhandle the Bears. Uh, they manhandled the Browns and the Lions in back-to-back weeks. A three-game stretch, exactly not NFL murderers row, but your thoughts on the Patriots Bears? Well, let's let's start with probably the biggest concern for the, the Bears, and that that's Justin Fields and where he is as a, a quarterback and where his development is. I think you got to back up a little bit, and this is fair to every position, more so for a quarterback. I give them three years, not not two. But after about three years of the quarterback, you know what you have for sure. Now that being said. When you change coaches and coordinators in a guy's second year and now there's new learning again, it is the recipe for disaster for a quarterback. And actually, every, any, any kind of player. I, I can just say this from experience. When I first got in the league, Chuck Noll was the head coach. We had a system that fit me. In five years of playing that system, it, it, after two, shoot, after a year and a half, it was, I mean, I had it. I knew, knew it like the the back of my hand. I mean, I knew what was going to work, how we, what we could lean on, what we needed to go to. Bill Cower came in. Offense completely different. Didn't fit me. I felt like a foreign guy, you know, and actually I was kind of a hinge player for them. You know, I know that Ron Earhart, the coordinator, wanted to get rid of me um, because he wanted a different player for the position that I played. I was more versatile. He didn't need that. And that's why I ended up going to Chicago. So I understand how that can affect a career. So 
I used Drew Bledsoe all the time. Drew Bledsoe, when he first got in the career, he was a new coordinator, new head coach. Once he got stability, then he got hurt, then Tom Brady came in, and Drew Bledsoe never developed into the real quarterback I think he could have been. Then you look at Troy Aikman's career. Same head coach, same coordinator. As soon as that shifted, his career changed, and he, and he got out. Those make a difference. Now, I'm not making excuses for him. What I'm saying is it's a, it's a start over for him again. And I see something, something in him I have never seen. I didn't see it when he was in college. I didn't see it last year. I see a guy who goes to throw the ball. Let's say it's a curl. Let's say it's a dig route. Let's say it's a slant. I don't care what it is. He's hesitating. Like you can see his body. It's like, it's like he's trying to throw a stutter goal, which he's not. You don't have time to pause like that. You can't hesitate in this league and throw the ball effectively. He has that. Now, I don't know why he's doing that. Is he uncertain? Does he not have? He clearly doesn't have any confidence. I mean, in the processing, what is it that's causing that hesitation in his passing game? Then that's really affecting his accuracy, which is really. That, that, I'm just telling you, that's a massive hurdle for them to get over. You know, you got to look as a coach. You got to find ways to get him comfortable. You know that, and that's. I've always thought from a coordinator perspective, you adapt to that player. I don't care what you believe in. You adapt to what he can do and do well, and then build from there. And until they get there, I just think that the Bears will continue to struggle because that's not going to be fixed in a week. You know, and just really quick, the Patriots, I mean, listen, they're, they're going to be scary. What they're doing on defense, the type of pressures and things that they're doing defensively, how they create and change their game plan week to week, they still do it as good as anybody in football. They just don't get credit for it because they had, that, like I can tell you what we saw against the Lions. Are they going to do that same thing against the Bears? No. There'll be a different approach to them, and it'll be more of a pressure approach because of their problems that they got at quarterback. Their running game is legit. As I know you guys saw and experienced, that bad boy goes, it's went on a road for him, it's been at home. And Zappy, it doesn't matter. I, the quarterback deal, he hasn't played much better than Jones, to really be honest with you. As long as you just complement what's going on up front, like we've kind of talked about with, with Dallas, um, even Detroit, how can the Lions get better phases to complement that? Then they become a complete offense. But they're wicked in both areas of the trenches, and that's what makes them dangerous. And with the inconsistency it builds, um, throwing the football, I mean, I just think it's a heavy favorite, the Patriots, because they're going to add to that. You know, they, they're going to see it on tape, too. They're going to add to that issue and create more problems for the Bears, unfortunately, for Chicago. Merrill Hodge, every week on the NFL, DraftKings, Power Hour, good stuff, Merrill, way to break it down. Uh, we'll talk next week. Okay, my good brother. All right, back at you. Yeah, I, I, you know, Risden, he he breaks it down. I mean, I, like, I... I, I can't believe a network doesn't have him like on the big telestrator. You just learn so much from what he saw when he talks. You just listen well, and, yeah, and learn. You feel it's like you're listening to a coach. Like Absolutely, he, he's doing a football instruction class. I with all the networks out there, how is somebody not having him with a telestrator at halftime? Somebody's got to get on that. But also, I think he, you know, he has a home in Idaho. Home and maybe you don't want the grind, and you're happy doing what you're doing. There's, there's nothing wrong with he that. He turned down 19 networks to do the DraftKings. <laughs> Uh, NFL Power Hour here in the Huge Show. Jeff Risden, I will talk to you coming up at uh, 5 o'clock. And we have Andre Miller, the former Utah and NBA star, the new head coach of the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. He'll be uh, in studio. Steve Jabara, the Grand Rapids Gold owner. And to end our two, Gabe Denbraver.
That's a pretty good story. I know the Dembraber family from Grand Rapids, Forest Hills Eastern. I didn't know Gabe was in a wheelchair. And Forest Hills Eastern was playing a baseball district tournament in Ionia. And I saw Gabe, and he's in a wheelchair, and he had like a a basketball jersey on. And he said, Mr. Simonson, um, here's a note. Uh, We're doing fundraising for our U23 national team. We're going to Thailand. And I go, well, you know... Give me the email address. I'm going to send it to some business people I know uh, that have some cash, right? And he was so positive and excited about going to Thailand. He goes to the University of Illinois. He plays for their wheelchair basketball team, a U23. Played in the world tournament in Thailand. Now there's talk that he might become an assistant coach and stay and get his master's. I, I told his dad. That's phenomenal. Yeah, I, I said, you know what? What a perfect time. We got the bye week this weekend. I said, right after we're done talking to Andre Miller and Steve Jabara, you're going to come in and do the last segment and tell us about your journey. That's fantastic. a wheelchair basketball player. That's fantastic. His attitude just is inspiring. We need more of that around here. You're in a wheelchair, and you're you're happier than I am. Something's wrong. But he's a great kid. Positive, energetic attitude, loves sports, and he's going to join us live in studio. Uh, coming up. So I thought, hey, uh, he'll come in and get to meet Andre Miller and Steve Jabara. And who knows, maybe they're the guys that the next time you're on the U24 team uh, could help you out. Never know. It's who you meet, right? Absolutely. That's a fantastic uh, journey. And it's not over yet for him. And you know what his goal is? He's going to college uh, for physical rehabilitation to come back and help others who get put in a wheelchair. That's what it's all about, man. Man, it love is. To, I love to hear that. So do I. And Jeff, we're going to hug after this. Okay, <laughs> so uh, Gabe Denbraber. Pride and joy of the Denbraber family out of Grand Rapids, Forest Hills Eastern, now at the University of Illinois, and on the National Wheelchair Basketball U23 team in studio here in less than an hour. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or website. With one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game from tons of bet types, including team and player props. So go ahead and take your favorite NBA star to score big, the home team to cover, or the over in points. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more and you'll get up to $25 back if you miss one leg. Visit MGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. And punting for bucks is your chance to win premium play. $15,000 cash and a 2023 Polaris Ranger. Drawings are every Saturday in October, 7 to 11 p.m. And on October 29th, one winner drives off in a new Polaris Ranger with a $5,000 Cabela's gift card. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. 
Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Friday presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and also DeVos Place. West Michigan's entertainment destinations. Don't forget about comedian Bill Burr in concert November 3rd at Van Andel Arena. Those tickets on sale right now at the usual Ticketmaster outlets. Now, if you miss any of our podcast interviews, ours, full shows, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show and you can listen live anywhere in the world. Weekdays at 3, just search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Big. Bad. Huge. 